Live from my basement in St. Louis, Missouri, this is Coffee Contracts and Cocktails, where we put the real into relationships and relationships back into real estate. I am your host, Pat, and as always, I am joined by Jess, and today our conversation is going to be geared right around coronavirus and you, what that means for you as home buyers and sellers, obviously specifically here in St. Louis, because I have no idea what the other laws are for the other states. Um, some of them were just actually closed down, so they couldn't do real estate at all. We have been operating not as usual. We've been very fortunate, though. Um, we have been. Um, <clears throat> um, we've been able to help people throughout the entire process, even listing, buying, all that really has changed is uh, scheduling uh, showings and how listings are supposed to, supposed to be done. I'm and not so, mad about it either. I actually kind of like I what really, we've been dealing with. I really, really like it. So what we're talking about, I mean, Josh, you can hit on it if you want, about uh, showings. <laughs> let's, let's start with the buyers. Yeah, so um, one of the regulations that we in St. Louis started was um, not allowing overlapping showing appointments. So... Um, those of you who have bought a house recently might have noticed that there had the potential to be like 20 other people in the house when you were viewing it um, because you could just allow as many showings as you wanted to. Um, one of the things that we did with COVID was not allow that. So there are uh, private showings only, only you and your agent during your scheduled time. And I really like it. <laughs> it is really nice because you're not, I mean, now some of the restrictions also, well, I, whenever they first rolled out with it. And by we, I mean Maris, which is our board, the way that we do showings. They had the 30-minute restriction on there. Mm -hmm. You can only do it in 30-minute windows. Um, so I really like that because it made people not lollygag through the house. Now, you could still have a ton of showings in one day. Right. Um, and nothing said that you, you as the buying agent I mean, I did it because I had folks who couldn't move around as easily. Um, so we scheduled two 30-minute showings, so it would be an hour. Um, you know, But you had to be um, very diligent about the time that you spent inside of the house. So, yeah, uh, yeah no, I, I really like it. Because you can also see that other people are going to be there. Yeah. Like if somebody's going to be there from 11 to 11.30, it's like, oh, okay, cool. So uh, you, there are this many showings because – not every agent signs in, which you're supposed to sign in or leave a card, one or the other. There and haven't been sign-in sheets at the last, like, dozen houses I've showed. I don't really? know what's going on lately. <laughs> I think it's just that so many people are wanting to get their house on the market and sell, sell, sell. Mm -hmm. Agents are slipping up, and they're forgetting to do the things. I mean, it's all findable, you know, offenses. Not signing in, not having a sign-in sheet. You know, everybody can be fined for these things, but who's going to take the time to police? Agents have to police themselves, and right, right now, now. <laughs> nobody. I say nobody cares. We care. It's we not care about our clients. Right. So, um, yeah, that so buy side has been really, really nice. Um, the only time that hasn't worked out is if sellers want to accept a contract before you are literally able to get in. Yeah, and that is the downside. But that's on the sell side that's having the conversation with the sellers right you know you have to set the expectation that hey 
market's crazy. My anticipation or my interpretation of the market is this. We're probably going to have, well, heck, we just had one out in Arnold mm -hmm. and it had 19 showings in one day. We basically told them like, you should probably plan on not being home this entire weekend. And somebody made them an offer they couldn't refuse. And they were like, you know what, we want this. And we were up till, gosh, what, 11.15 at night? It was it was a late <laughs> night. <laughs> Negotiate, not negotiating, but getting all the paperwork done so that they could cancel the showings for the next day because they have three young boys and they did not want any more people in their house with all of this madness. So yeah, it's, it's crazy out there. Yeah. Um, on the list side, well, I guess sticking with, let's stick with buyers. So buyers, what I have seen from my end is um, you're wearing booties. You're either taking your shoes off of the door or wearing booties, um, gloves, face masks, hand sanitizer, the whole nine yards for occupied properties. Vacant yeah. properties, most people don't, those people don't care. Occupied properties have been like kind of having them posted up by the door inside too, like in case mm -hmm. you don't bring your own the house has them for you. Mm -hmm. um, but more sure. more than that, I feel like my clients have been feeding off of me. And then like likewise, if they want to go the full protective head-to-toe route, I'm happy to do it. But then sometimes I've had clients that are like, ah, uh, do we have to wear masks? Like, are you okay if we don't? And I'm like, totally up to you. Like, let's just not touch things uh, in occupied homes. Let's, you know keep our germs to ourselves and yep. if I mean none of our clients have been feeling ill either so that's a big part right which is that's always like a, a touch in as well you know weekly or every time that they want to go out and look at a house I'm like okay how are we feeling today <laughs> Did you check your temperature <laughs> you know you don't want to take you don't want to be the reason right they have the whole heartless form um, but I mean there's only so much that everybody can do, you know, and everybody's worried about getting sued and like, you know what? The people who aren't are the ones who are, I say reaping the rewards, the market. I cannot foresee it going anywhere as far as negatively. Do yep. I see things slowing down? Yes, absolutely. That's <laughs> called going into a buyer's market, which we haven't been in since before the crash it should have happened already like if things start slowing mm -hmm. down that's just time catching up in my opinion correct which and i kind of want to touch on this i don't want to deep dive into it but crashing versus following the pendulum back into a buyer's market are two very very different things i don't think we're going to have a crash i think we're going to have a buyer's market and it's going to hit people like a two by four from Tommy boy. You know? <laughs> like that's <clears throat> nobody's going to understand what it is because we haven't seen it in over a uh, close to a decade, sure. which is weird because it should have, like you said, it should be here by now. But it's not. So, um, but that's not a crash. And no. the way even some lenders kind of, um, tightened up their requirements and, um, are expecting more because of COVID. I think they all learned the last time, if I'm being completely honest. Like, I think they're doing their part too to make sure a legitimate crash doesn't happen. Right. And I, I haven't had anything to give me weird vibes personally. Yeah. 
Well, and I've gotten a lot of questions from buyers about um, what do I, what do I, meaning me, Patrick, personally feel about the price of homes? I was like, yeah, they're in, they're inflated because of the super sellers market. Mm -hmm. The reason it's kind of inflated, interest rates are at astronomically historic lows. Meaning it's super cheap to borrow money right now. So people can afford to pay higher prices. That being said, people are like, oh, well, do you think this house is worth it? <laughs> I don't think it's worth it to spend, to be house poor. I think that's a really bad financial move. Stay under your budget. That's what I tell everybody. If, let's say, uh, let's just use our average price point. Our average price point is 200000 So if you're approved, actually, we just ran into somebody. This is a better scenario. Folks were pre-approved for $250,000. They told us we don't want to go above $200,000, $205,000 max. That is a forty. Five thousand to fifty thousand dollar sale price difference between their pre-approval and what they're comfortable with. I always want people to stay within their comfort zone mm -hmm. because if you stay in your comfort zone and something like a layoff happens to you, you're protected by that. Now, if you start going up and up and up and up and up in your sale price, I mean, you're talking about hundreds of dollars in your mortgage difference and potentially setting yourself up for not ideal situations yeah but we've harped on that i mean prior to covid sure that's something that you slash we as um effective agents bring up to people when they start talking about buying a home like that's just a responsible step you need to take yeah. regardless of economic situations but especially because of the current state of the world mm -hmm. yeah and i always I always enjoy a good, I say ugly fixer-upper, <laughs> things that need cosmetic fixes, um, maybe even some slight renovating, um, but something to where the bones are good, but you can tell over the course of time, either this place is going to hold its value or maybe you buy grandma and grandpa's house and you redo the kitchen and you mm -hmm. redo the bathroom and you spend money wisely in your house, there's no way that you're going to lose money on that house. But if you buy at the top of your price point and it's already all fixed up, you know, can I guarantee in three years that you're going to be able to get your money back? No, I can't. If I had a crystal ball, I tell you what, I wouldn't be selling real estate. I'd probably be on an Island somewhere, uh, not having anything to do with anybody. A lot of the time. We could sell real estate from the island. Could sell real estate. <laughs> That's very true. We'd have to have really good Wi-Fi. <laughs> or be hardwired in somewhere. I don't know how we'd make that. If your island doesn't have Wi-Fi, we have different priorities in life. <sighs> do. do. Um, but, I mean, it's just, I prefer something to where I don't, myself personally, by nature, I'm not a risk, a high-risk-taking person. But you gamble. I do, <laughs> um, but even gambling, I pay, I play, and by gambling, I play twenty one. I like I like a good game of blackjack, kill some time, and that, that's what I like to do. Every once in a while, it's not a weekend thing. <laughs> it's like 
maybe once a year that I go, that I go, go out gambling. You, you definitely don't have a problem. I guess that's kind of how it sounded. <laughs> yeah, it sounded like I'm a, like I have a, an addiction problem. Well, I don't. You never know. Um, I like playing blackjack. It's a fun thrill <laughs> <laughs> because I know how to play it. So, like, they wrote a book. Like, I was like, the book is easy enough to read. Oh, There's rules no. to follow. It's not a big deal. Like, that's how much, quote, unquote, gambling I do. He took the fun out of it, so that's how you know exactly. he doesn't have a problem. <laughs> so, I like to have the same amount of gambling fun in a house. Like, this house that I bought, it was ugly. But I knew that, okay, I had to fix up the kitchen, needed to fix up a bathroom, the basement, but I knew all those things were going to be investments into the house, and if I did them cost-effectively, I could not lose money on the house. I may break even, but it's still a solid investment. Yes. You know, um, so that's, that's basically that. And I guess, speaking of solid investments, I guess swinging into, I guess, the selling side of COVID and you. Sure. Um, <laughs> for home sellers uh it's 100 percent up to you what you want to do how strict you want to be about people touching stuff what you want them to wear it is all up to you you have all the power you want them to wear a hazmat suit whenever they come in we can tell them that they need to do that uh you probably won't get any showings <laughs> but you know i've been to one as strict as where they said uh, they set up cameras in the house mm -hmm. Um, <clears throat> it was only myself and one of the buyers at a time. And we had to be six feet apart in the house, which I basically stood in one room and let the buyer walk around. But we had to have face masks, gloves. We had to carry a hand sanitizing wipe in our hand, in our gloved hand. And, we've, and we had to take our shoes out, shoes off outside. Like it was very in depth. However, here's why. I, it, some people are going to be like, that's absolutely crazy. There's no way I'm not doing it. They had a three-month-old at the house. Mm -hmm. That's why. They're protecting their kids. Right. So I totally get it. If you're at risk or you have somebody at risk at home, that's totally fine. I don't have any pro I don't have a problem doing it. I get it. So, you know, you get to call all the shots as the homeowner. Um, whatever you want them to do, you know, they have to jump through those hoops. I think so it's safe to say, too, in that specific situation that the homeowners probably had to sell. Yes. They didn't choose to just, like, randomly put their house on the market with a three-month-old. I love this is where, where you're going. <laughs> keep, keep going. <laughs> like, I don't think people would do that in the first place, but especially not also during a national pandemic. So right. because they were probably under circumstances out of their control, they took extra steps for precautions, which is totally fine. Mm -hmm. And then there's people who have the luxury of deciding whether they wait or not. Yes. I think for people who have the luxury of time, if you don't have to sell or buy right now, I guess it's 100% up to you. Yeah. Things have kind of calmed down. Now, like last month, I would have been like, you know what? If you don't have to buy and you or you don't have to sell, just let's wait yeah. until things are calm down a little bit because there was a there was a lot going on a lot none of the municipalities were on the same page as far as occupancies and what an absolute 
clusterfuck that was. And we have some buyers whose pre-approvals are up in the air based on their employment and all that good stuff. So it's just because you have, if you have the ability to wait, yes, maybe let's, let's do that for a month or so and see what happens. Yeah. But I'm all for it now. You want to buy yourself? Frick, let's do it. I mean, we got tons. (laughs) I, I, I say tons. I mean, we are, what, one, two, three, four, five, five people who are wanting to sell, six, seven, eight. That was a lie. Eight people who are wanting to sell. <clears throat> and um, more buyers. So if you want to sell your house, call your favorite realtor. It doesn't have to be us. I don't care at this point. Just put some more houses on the market. Yeah. Okay. No <laughs> like, please. <laughs> we have like, oh my God, we have uh, three times as many buyers as, as those listings. Yeah. So, um, Yeah. People want to buy. It's just, it's so affordable to borrow money. It's, it's incredible. I mean, I refied. I went from a 4.125 to a 3.875. Yeah. Wow. Woot woot. I mean, <laughs> in the long run, because I'm not going to be here for forever, that's not going to make a huge difference. So it's basically a, a wash um, as far as savings. It's a wash. But I, I just I feel better now. Ooh, 3.875. Yeah. Um, however, I mean, it, it is. If you're going to move and be in the house for a while, yeah, refis as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think there's a lot of exciting potential, too, for the future as far as the quote-unquote when this is all over. I don't think that's actually a thing. You know how everybody's kind of like, when everything goes back to normal, when everything's like, okay, I don't even know like what that means or what that's going to look like, mm. but we've all definitely learned um, how to adapt, especially in, in this industry because we were allowed to continue practicing um, with virtual consultations and curbside closings and um, all the marketing that you can do so that people can virtually walk through a home. Like there's just a lot of neat things that always existed but are now being utilized in a new way and yay technology like my inner nerd is kind of excited about what the future of like the whole industry could potentially look like and probably will look like at least in some capacity i'm all for it super excited um finally the years of us you know i will toot our horn (laughs) i will toot our horn um we've been doing this for how many years now? Enough. Long enough. <laughs> More than two, less than five, because we've only been doing this for five years. So, I was, actually, we've probably been doing video for almost almost four years. I know you have, for sure. It took a while to get me on board, but sure. I'm here now. Um, it, it has really paid off, mm-hmm. and there are a lot of people who are uncomfortable with it. They don't know what to do or whatever. Um, so... Agents, don't be afraid of the tech. Just embrace it because that's where it's going to go. If you don't embrace it, I'm pretty confident you are going to be phased out of it probably within the next three years. Um, three to five, you'll be phased out if you don't embrace it. Um, yeah. So that's just my it's just a personal little rant on that <laughs> one. Um, get on board. Um, that's really... I wanted to hit on this week. It pretty, pretty well wraps up the show. We were about it. sipping on in case you were worrying about one worrying about wondering about today's they might uh, be worried. coffee of choice. It is actually delicious. I went with um, Aldi's cold brew. They're a Barissimo cold brew. 
delicious. It was Pretty the Colombian, good. not the, um, what was the other one? Middle America or something like that. I don't, I didn't pay attention to it. All I saw was um, the Colombian. darkest possible option. I went with that. I was like, yeah, sign me up. Um, but it is awesome. Big I, I took mine straight up, just put a little bit of milk in hers. Yeah. But, uh, so that was today's. Uh, we will be getting out into the world. Uh, the community, if you will. Yeah. Trying to get out there to some local um, shops, uh, coffee shops, maybe even a couple uh, cocktail shops. You know, if I get my way. Yep, and you know, I will be ordering coffee just because I am just <laughs> a coffee nut job. Um, you know, I'm not one of the hoity-toity ones. I just really love coffee, so mm. um, I just like to drink. <clears throat> fair enough. So uh, that's that, that's it. That's it for today. We will catch up with you guys next week. If you like what you're hearing and you want to. Uh, listen or see us more <laughs> uh, feel free to jump over to your favorite uh, social media outlet uh, whether that be instagram facebook we are working on the snapchattery we're working on that one and the tiktok chicanery i do enjoy a good tiktok yeah yeah <laughs> i am i'm personally on tiktok we don't have a tiktok account for the uh, for the business oh, God, but, uh, no. if you're wanting again if you want to check us out on facebook or instagram it's arch and park properties arch and park properties uh as in the st louis arch ha 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 ha, ha. we're so clever um have a great week and we will catch up with you guys next time